2: Hello everybody, welcome to BYT Radio. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I am the managing editor of Brightest Young Things. BYT Radio was recorded every single Thursday at noon Eastern Time. From the beautiful Line Hotel in Washington, D.C., in a historic Adams Morgan neighborhood. Is any neighborhood not historic? By definition, isn't every single neighborhood ever historic? Jack, feel free to weigh in. Jack is the producer he does a lot of good work. He does a lot of annoying work. He's got to put up with people like me (laughs) and other people that like to go in the red. And by in the red, that means I speak too loudly at odd intervals. (laughs) Right. It's unpredictable. It's not good for you. And if I'm editing a show, it's usually in in post. I could fix those things. But since we're live streaming to the beautiful people, speaking of the beautiful people, I'm only referencing the listeners of Marilyn Manson's 1996 song, The Beautiful People. Hmm. Uh, Everyone else is just a fine, moderately attractive person. But the beautiful people specifically. Anyways, I'm able to fix that in post. But since we're doing this live, Jack. No, I'm riding the fader. When you're on the mic, I'm riding the fader. That sounds horrible. Does it? For you, oh well, you always have to be paying attention to a... a That's like riding the lightning. You have not been introduced. You do not exist. (laughs) I enjoy it. Radio is no different than God. Marilyn Manson taught us this. I have to introduce you to prove that you exist. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting with me today are two BYT contributors. BYT stands for brightestyoungthings.com. Really quick side note. Before we begin, brand new website. Go to brightestyoungthings.com. It looks more reasonable. There's a man in the studio that wants to talk. Let's strength. Let's hold this off. Or hold this over. That doesn't make any sense. I'm going to introduce him second now. Usually I do things alphabetically, but not today. Today we're going to start with Ruben Gazarian. Ruben, how poorly did I pronounce your last name? Nah, man, you got it. Thank you so much, Ruben, for being here. Ruben is a BYT contributor, and also sitting in the room is Jack. He's a producer. He's there's behind some glass. He is one of the beautiful people listening to "The Beautiful People" by Marilyn Manson. In one headphone, and the That's other right. headphone, me. It's a collaboration, not a mashup, a collaboration. Sitting with me is Marcus Dowling. Hi, hi, Brandon. How are
3: How you? How are you, Marcus? I'm fantastic. I don't see you enough, so this is... That's on you. Like... I invite you to things quite often. I, I know. I'm a, I'm a busy man. It's, it like You it's, are it's... a busy man. Yes.
2: And you know a lot of weird stuff. Oh, all the time. That's the whole point. That's the point of life. I completely agree with you. <laughs> I'm not joking. Thank you. Yes. It Thank sounds you. like I'm being sarcastic no, and I mean. Know, I know you're not. That's the thing. That's messed up. So here's the thing about me. I think that if you don't have English as your first language, or even if it is, you're like this guy's projecting things that don't necessarily relate to the words that he's saying. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, anyways, uh, Marcus is a is a music writer, mostly music writer, occasional food writer. Yeah. Ruben at B-Y-T, is pretty much the same boat at BYT, Is that fair to say? Yeah. A little bit more music than food. Mm-hmm. Um. This is Ruben, Ruben. This is your first time on a microphone in a podcast setting. Uh yeah, first time. I've never met a more casual man. I'm going to paint a picture for the listeners at home. He is dressed <laughs> like you would assume a very hip uh in shape 31-year-old man with a very creepy mustache and not a fan of this much. No one has good facial hair in this room right now and nobody, we'll discuss everyone's facial hair. Nobody has it. Jack has the best and it's still not good. Anyways, um <laughs> see Ruben is has this wonderful fa- has a wonderful face. Trying to knock it down a few pegs with that mustache, Reuben. You sound like my mother. You gonna ask me when I'm gonna get married? When are you gonna? Are you in dating anyone right now? I'm not dating anybody. Do you want to be dating anyone right now?
0: Oh man, this is like a family dinner. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a lot of family dinners? It's a Russian family,
2: yeah, all the time. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, Reuben is also wearing a, a vintage hat. Vintage meaning 22 years old. It says Griffey <laughs> in '96, referencing Ken Griffey Jr. Not senior, you idiots. Not Ken Griffey Senior. <laughs> Fun fact about Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad: one of the only, if not the only, father-son duo to hit home runs in the same inning on the same team. Mm-hmm. Is that fa- is that true? That's, That's true. Yep. What I remember that game. I actually uh, re-bought Ken Griffey Jr. baseball on SNES oh, earlier this year. It is, hard. Year. I got it is same, so hard. I, I completely there's forgot. No, there's no depth perception.
3: Yes. Yeah. I remember this. <laughs>
2: So Great contribution, Marcus. I'm yeah, so yeah. glad you chimed in on that. Okay, so you're not dating anyone, but no. your mother wishes you were dating someone. Absolutely. Do you want to be dating someone? Yeah, sure. I've never met a more casual man. Has your casuality Is that a word? I don't think so. I just made it a word. Let's roll with it. <laughs> Rolling. Song by Limp Bizkit. Can we play that, Jack, or is that uh, just copy? No, Nope. Please. Damn it. Okay. Great song. Uh... I'm mentioning that. I'm pointing at Marcus. He knows why that's a great song for different reasons that we will <laughs> not get into. We have a different show all about certain themes. Ruben, I'm pointing at you with a pen. <laughs> Very accusatory manner right now. When was the last time you were in a relationship? Uh, like September. Okay, so recently. Yeah. Why did it end? That's a great question. Oh, <laughs> have you not been able to answer that? It's been six nah, months. It just, just didn't work out. Just didn't work okay, out. did you like the person? Yeah, absolutely. Do, does the person still like you? That is a great question. <laughs> Are you dating anyone casually? Like, Do you go on dates? Uh, do you use social media platforms to make dates? Not recently. Okay. When was yeah. the last time you were on something someone considered a date? Oh, man. Maybe like a month ago.
0: Okay. How did it go? I
2: mean, it's not going on anymore, <laughs> so... Do you wear cool outfits like you're wearing today? Because in addition to the cool Ken Griffey Jr. hat, which I legitimately like quite a bit, you're wearing a uh, React Records hoodie. Yeah. Uh, you're wearing gray. No, not gray. So olive green, like J. Crew pants. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, really kind of hip sneakers, but also very functional sneakers. <laughs> Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. And some <laughs> not cheap socks.
0: The socks are probably the cheapest part of everything But it's
2: still not cheap And you've got a cool watch on Thank you You scream perfect clientele for the Line Hotel In Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C.
0: I had to to text one of my friends before I got here To ask if this place actually had rooms Because I'm I'm thinking that this is not an actual hotel What do you think it is? Just like an area for people to meet
2: That's right, it is They did their job So uh, the lobby is just for the public You don't have to be eating here Which is weird because it's like there's also a restaurant there and there's a coffee shop there. So they want people that look exactly like you in here all the time bringing people in. (laughs) Marcus is dressed more reasonably today, I would say. I I, I try. I I love the cut of your jean today. Thank you, sir. It's a slim cut. Yes. You have a very classic Chuck Taylor all-star black with the white um, toe. Yeah. uh, Yeah. A a t-shirt. That says, do you want me to say it? Yeah, you you can say it. it. Black, brown, and anybody down, which is a shirt that I should not wear.
3: I mean, you could.
2: I could do a lot of things. (laughs) For the listener at home, I look like I play for the Toronto Maple Leafs minor league team in the year 1986. (laughs) I'm wearing a, half a
3: Canadian tuxedo.
2: I'm a Canadian tuxedo with a Chicago White Sox ball cap over very disturbing hair on both my face and my head, the top of my head. Not an attractive come hither look. Very much of a stay away from me, but I'm not a danger. You right. know what I mean? Yeah,
3: exactly. There's no stranger <laughs> danger
2: happening here. Exactly. It's more like don't, I don't want to talk to any kids, let alone be in the presence of anyone. So right. we're safe. Correct. Right. What's the deal with your facial hair?
3: Okay, well, I have uh, recently embraced the fact that I'm turning 40 this year. Okay. So I have this white hair happening in my face now, so mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embrace it. I'm when was say. the last time you had hair on your head? Oh, God, the last time I had hair on my head was uh, 2001. Do you miss it? Yes, but it was nine
2: degrees outside mm-hmm.
3: a couple of weeks ago. It was the first time in 15 years that I missed having hair on my head. I was like... It is really cold. You
2: know, you've had no hair on your head for 17 years, right? Yeah. It's 2018. But,
3: right, no, I know, but I had, there was a, there was a period in there. <laughs>
2: okay, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, It's
3: okay. So from like,
2: 2001 to 2003, you're still like, I wish I had hair.
3: Yeah, like it was like I cut it because I had a receding hairline. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it was this point where. As was,
2: opposed to all those other bald men who just have no, like full heads of hair. Yeah, it's like,
3: oh yeah, yeah a, I'm just do it. It's a, it's a choice. Right, so I had, no, I had a receding hairline and I had like a, a tiny, like, nickel sized hole. In the back of my hair, and I had a I had an afro in college. So I had like this like three-inch afro, and I was at a party once, and one of my friends looks at me, he says, Dog, you have a hole in your fro. And I'm like I'm sorry. I'm like, that's not true.
0: (laughs) This can't
3: be true. I'm like, this can't be true. I'm like, I have carefully constructed this thing to look a certain way. And I have a barber who like every week, like Creates this perfect, like, symmetrical circle of of hair. So it's like a helmet. And I'm like, he's like, this man has been lying to you. You have a hole (laughs) in your fro. And he he put his finger (laughs) into my head. And he touched... A clean bald spot in the middle of my head. And I was you didn't like,
2: know about? I had no idea because I, I
3: couldn't see the back of my head. Did you think your barber
2: was possibly hiding things in your hair?
3: Yeah, Peter Montero was definitely just hiding everything <laughs> in my Wait, head at that point. Peter Montero? Peter Montero from mm-hmm. Atomic Salon. He's like a, a known
2: entrepreneur in Providence, so you, Rhode Island. Are you not a fan of Peter right now? Oh,
3: no. Pete and I, we have, we have, we have beef. We have, we have serious <laughs> heat. We have major heat. Like, we, it's, it's real. Like, I went back up to school to visit. And I, I went by the original Atomic Salon location.
2: I am listening.
3: Right. And, and I walked in, and I saw him. And he looked at me, and he says, Marcus Dowling? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, man, you don't have the afro anymore. I said it about that. Yeah, there's, there's a reason why. <laughs> I'm like, there was a hole that was in my fro when you cut it in college. And he's like, yeah, I pulled your hair over it. And then I cut it. So that you couldn't notice the hole. So the only way you would notice the hole is if you were taking care of your afro. Ooh. So we tried to put it I back on you. Yeah, it's the way that I told you to do this. And I'm like, oh, so it has nothing this is not your fault. He's like, No, I don't I don't take any blame for this.
2: But he didn't say, Hey, there's a hole in the back of your head. No. I'm gonna
3: shit He never told me that. He always acted like it was perfectly okay and that I looked cool and he's like, Yeah man, you look cool.
2: This okay. Is nice. How old were you? This is 15 years. So you were like 23, 24, 25 when you were getting this done.
3: No, no, no. I was in college. So this Okay, is so 22, like, yeah, 21, I 20, 20. I was 20 and 21.
2: From Peter's point of view, I kind of understand not wanting to tell a 20-year-old kid that doesn't realize he has a bald spot. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Right.
3: He's just like he would cover it up
2: and then he would cut it. Did he ask, How often did you wear a hat or a cap?
3: I never did. I had oh, a. Jo- I had a big afro.
2: <laughs> you were just 24 seven. Like check out my fun hair. Yes,
3: I have big hair. He cool. ever never
2: like spin you around.
3: I Was like, yo, check out the back of your. Yeah, but he would show me the back, and this is oh, after he, he had lied like, to you, done all the stuff, and cut it so that yeah. it would cover the hole. And then I was definitely at a party, and a guy was taller than me. <laughs> so Aaron
2: Maxi, who currently You're play- naming names. I am
3: Aaron Maxi, who currently plays professional basketball in Australia. Oh okay. He's like... Yeah,
2: because if he's your age, he has to be in a different country if he's right. playing professional basketball. Yeah, exactly. You're too old, Marcus. Right, right.
3: Yeah, he, I know. I'm, I'm, I'll be 40 this year. So, yeah, he's, so, he's, uh, so he's 39. He's, he plays professional basketball in, uh, in, in Australia. So he's at the party with me, and he's like, you know, markedly taller than me. Aaron's 6'6". Six, six. Okay. So he can look down at my head, and he's the one who was like, Dog. You gotta. You,
2: I, so, do okay. you think he's a good friend to point out? Or? Yes, he's the okay. best friend for pointing that
3: out. Because if you don't point that out, and I'm just walking around in the world,
2: with well, some th- other person who's not so kind? Do you think he was the first person to notice, or just the first person to say something? Oh no, something? I'm
3: positive he wasn't the first person to notice. Because a week after that, I was in the like the the, the big like uh, like like student center, sleeping uh-huh. center at Providence College, and a friend of mine, my friend Heidi was like a level above and it was like an open space oh, I see, I see. and she looked down and she saw my head of hair. <laughs> Did she try to drop a pen into it? No and she looked down and she's and she dropped like, oh. like a penny and I'm like what are you doing? I screamed at her like what are you doing? She's like there's a hole in your head and I was going to make fun of it by dropping it into the hole and I'm like but that's really hard. She's like it's a big hole. Oh it was big? Oh, no. And I'm like it can't be that big. She's like, Oh, it's like the size of a nickel. And I'm like, Oh this oh, is this shit. is terrible. Did you leave the party? Like what do you do in that situation? Oh no, you just you you, you, you pull the hair yeah. over oh, okay. the hole and you keep you know, and then you're like you're and you keep it moving but you're like nervous the whole time yeah. like
2: so I think this is a fascinating thing to point out that we're roughly four years apart. Uh, you're thirty-nine, I'm thirty-five, you're thirty-one. Is that correct? Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. In those in that eight year span, the idea of having a phone at a party at college completely changed. The idea so when you were there, no one had a Nobody. phone with a camera. Right. When I was your age at that party, maybe like two people had a phone with a camera, but half the people had a digital camera. And by the time right. you were in college, Ruben, everyone had a Yo, phone had with a, a camera. I had a pager in high school. Like so you, Okay, so drugs. You like drugs, clearly.
0: <laughs> no, my, parent, my parents thought that maybe a pager was like the good middle ground between a phone and no phone. And where are your parents from? They're from Russia. Okay. So,
2: okay. So they were just catching up to, like, USA technology. I
3: love it. I love it.
2: Before I say anything that could harm international relations, we should talk about what's actually on the site this week. We're 15 minutes into the show, no, which if, is not a very
3: long show. But that was a great 15 minutes.
2: Oh, I agree completely. Yeah, Don't bury what I've done. Uh, Marcus over, is one of the most knowledgeable men that I know uh, when it comes to music. Thank you. Uh, I, thank you for taking it as a compliment. I appreciate that. It was meant as one. Uh, I've been asking you about K-pop for a few months, and yeah. uh, it's the Olympics right now. We decided to finally run this K-pop guide. Right. Um, two things about the K-pop guide. Number one, I found two artists that I legitimately like from the K-pop guide. So thank you for that, Marcus. You're welcome. Number two. I had no idea, and I feel so stupid saying this out loud into a microphone, that it's the world's most popular music based on numbers and sales.
3: Yes, it's by far, by a great and large margin. It's kind of What's the second? Yeah. Is it country music? It'd be, it'd be country. Yeah, it'd be country. And hip-hop is surging now. If so you, hip-hop writ large.
2: And Damn. even if you have, even if you don't believe us, just look at the videos that are in this post and then click through and just see the numbers of views on these 20 songs. <laughs> they all have a minimum of 10, 000, 10 million Majority, I'd say the average is around 40 to 50 million, and there's a few with a billion views. A
0: billion views? Yeah. yeah
2: Size Gang of Cell has over 3 billion views. The only thing that really rivals it is Despacito. Right. And Despacito kind of cannibalized itself because there's the Bieber version, there's the non Bieber version. Yeah. Anyways, it's amazing stuff. What got you interested in K pop market? Okay,
3: well, it was. Okay, so I, I had this point where I, when Moonbatone happened in DC. I jumped into the genre with both feet and I started to meet producers from all over the world because mm-hmm. it's this genre started in DC by Dave Nada that was influenced by Latin pop trends and then became influenced by European pop trends. And so everybody kept telling me that like the real like musical thing if I was really into like global music and I was into global pop music they're like oh well the Koreans do it better than everybody. And I'm like what do you mean and they're like oh like do you like, like 90s r&b do you like like new jack swing do you like like house music i'm like yeah they're like do you like rap i'm like of course they're like oh this is for you mm-hmm. they're like do you mind that like do you mind people speaking in foreign languages on pop songs and i'm like no i listen to baton <laughs> all the time mm-hmm. people speak in people speak in spanish and i don't speak spanish and i'm fine with it And he's like they're like okay yeah we'll check this out so this is like 2009 2010. And I dove in with both feet, like, as I tend to do with these things. And I noticed that all of these songs sounded like songs that I liked when I was a teenager, in my early 20s. And that was like the golden era for me with, with my growth and breadth and depth of musical knowledge. So I'm like, wait. So there's like a whole like thing happening in like most of the rest of the world that yeah. I know nothing about? I'm like, how does this even happen? I have no idea. I'm like, the internet tells me everything. So then I'm like okay I need to go and find this side of the internet because the internet's funny it's a global community mm-hmm. so you go into that particular global community and I'm like wow okay so I've been really missing out these are like mega massive pop stars who have like enormous global followings and millions of people like, the, like this music and nobody I know in North America likes this music then I discovered that there's like a small subset of people in North America who really like Korean pop music and I'm like great this is wonderful. So I have this community of stuff I can dive into. So I, I would just visit and dive in. And then there's a, uh, there's a show done by two Canadian expats who live in... They live in Japan now, but they live in Korea at the time called Eat Your Kimchi. Okay. Uh, Simon and Maria Stauski. They were doing these video vlogs of their time spent throughout Korea. So I was, like, watching that and then listening to this music. And I was like, okay. And that's when I learned that, like, you can... Dive into a culture online and live your real, real real-time life. But if you have this other thing that's like fun and intriguing and interesting, then like largely what's going on in the rest of the world doesn't have to apply to you. Yeah. So like when we were kind of like on that decline towards Trumpism.
2: Wait, what? Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I know, right? uh, I was like happily in Seoul. 95 percent of the time
2: so you divorced yourself from the day-to-day reality of the united states yes. within an internet in south korea yes specifically yes. maybe a little north korea yeah. i don't know I no don't judgment know. Yeah. yeah
3: but no i literally divorced myself of like everything happening in most of north america at that point it was like okay whatever's going on in korea in south korea is far more fun than anything else happening anywhere in the world.
2: All right, this is a good transition. Jack, uh, that song I, I asked you to have queued up, uh, it's the second thing in our britishunkthings.com piece, uh, K-Pop 101. This is th- Who is this, This Marcus? is
3: 21 from YG Entertainment, and the song is called I Am The Best.
2: Okay, I legitimately love this song. This is now, what year did this come out? This came out in 2013. And this group is no longer together. Yes,
3: but CL, who's the solo out of it, as an American language, uh, as an English language, Deal with Mad Decent, Diplo's label. Has in. any of,
2: has any of that come out yet, or no?
3: Yeah, you can find some of that stuff on uh, on Spotify. Okay, song called Doctor Pepper with uh, Riff Raff and some other folks. Riff. Yeah,
2: that's what your mustache reminds me of, Ruben. No, I don't, don't. It's Riff Raff. Oh my god! <laughs> it's international star Riff Raff. I hate myself now. You, you should <laughs> shave it. Okay, so Ruben, <laughs> have you heard Twenty One? And by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't read the piece yet, it's stylized Two N E.
3: One. one. Two, any number one. Okay. Number two.
2: Any number one. Okay, Ruben, have you heard this song? I have heard this song. Yeah. Do you enjoy this song or no? I,
0: I think I, I come from the same kind of background as Marcus, where this reminds me of like my my childhood in terms
2: of the music I used to listen to. Agree. So, what did you listen to as a child? Anything on TRL and mainly Limp Bizkit Hell yeah, rolling, baby. So, <laughs> speaking of TRL and Limp Bizkit, there's a lot of stuff on this list that is not necessarily my cup of tea, but I completely appreciate where it's going for. The reason why I like this piece so much is because uh, Marcus added, if you like this, you'll like this. So, like, specifically, there's a few boy bands in here. Like, if you like early NSYNC, you'll like this. If you'll like early Backstreet Boys, you'll like this. I do not like those songs. Right. There is one video that is almost shot for shot Beyonce's crazy in love video. Yes, And it apparently is. no one cares about <laughs> copyright infringement whatsoever. No. There's a video. I don't, Jack. I don't know if you could figure it out by my clues. I want to say it's Orange Crush.
3: Is it Orange? Uh, what is it? Um, to be fair, I
2: was listening to REM before I came to the it's show. Um, Orange caramel. Orange Thank caramel, you. Orange yes. caramel. If you could play that song a little bit, this is a fine whatever song. But if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I don't hate this sound, watch the video. The video for this is great because this uh wonderful. This is incredible, isn't it? <laughs> this wonderful group of uh, these three women. I am. A su- they they become sushi and. Then they eat themselves. It is is great, and it's not really objectifying because they also eat a man at one point. So it's okay. <laughs> like a big fat man plays the role of an egg, and then like a really rip man plays the role of uh, uh, something else. It's pretty interesting and fun. Not, I don't like this music as much as Twenty One, but overall, there's a lot of fun. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of joy. Yeah. In K-pop Without diving any further into it Because I want to talk about more stuff Please go to BritishJunkThings.com It went up today It's K-pop 101 Written by Marcus Dolly. I think he did a fantastic job I think it's a wonderful segue To talk about Korean food
3: Oh, yes (laughs) So the
2: only time I've heard these songs In public settings In the last, I don't know Ever <laughs> has been at like Lottie Plaza and H Mart and every Korean spot. Yep. So uh, you, when the Olympics first started, uh, I want to say that Friday, we ran um, top five Korean places in DC and then a bunch of others. Ruben, you actually had a pick in the top five.
0: Right. So my what fi- is your pick? My favorite is Yechun. Okay, um, where the hell is Yachun? It's on the, what is it, the Little Something Bull Turnpike. It's like on the main strip if you're driving through Annandale. So
2: this is one in Annandale that you need a car to get to. Right, right. And and preferably like a sober driver to drive you there.
3: Annandale's Hold
2: sober. on, really quick caveat. You don't have to say that. That's every trip ever.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's Annandale. It's Annandale. Okay. Um, Annandale is so fun for this. Like, I'm glad you mentioned this place.
0: Anna, yeah, Annandale is, is awesome because it's just like a disneyland of food okay and yaycheon specifically it's open 24 hours seven days a week you back in the day you could smoke in there so if you went in there at like three or 4 a.m for some reason it would just be like you and whoever you came with and like a round table of old korean men just chain smoking packs of cigarettes that aren't sold in the united states so you walk in and like all the waiters wake up because they've probably been working like eight hours into that morning shift and then it just starts. And you usually walk out and the sun's coming up and there's a 7-Eleven next door where you can buy alcohol from. So just keep it moving. Is it
2: BYOB? Uh, no, it's not
0: BYOB, but you can just sit in the parking lot and, oh, cool. and get ready.
2: Once again, Limp Biscuit, rolling, great song. Okay, so <laughs> when is the last time you did a 3 a.m. trip uh, to Annandale? God, three weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's inspiring to me. By the way, I point a lot and people listening at home might say, why does, why does the guest sound like he's being threatened? Probably because <laughs> the man behind the microphone is pointing aggressively, but it's not out of anger. It's more, oh, I'm, this is interesting information. Give me more. Give me more. Please, I'm interested. I apologize is what I really wanted to say. No, I mean, that's the
0: first time anyone's ever described a trip like that as inspiring, so thank you for that. <laughs> okay,
2: so you're 31, I'm 35, and I feel like there's a big divide between the like, I could stay up till 3 a.m. I mean, it wasn't easy. <laughs> It wasn't easy. Marcus, when's was the last time you were up at 3 a.m. going to a restaurant in Annandale?
3: Oh, gosh. Okay, so um, after a Nova Pro Wrestling show.
2: Okay, so last yeah. Friday.
3: Yeah, like I wasn't at that show, but like maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like because uh, Nova Pro Wrestling is an independent wrestling promotion in the area, and they run shows occasionally in Annandale. And one of the great joys of working, if you work at a or you go to a Nova Pro show, is after the show, you go and get Korean, whatever Korean barbecue, Korean like you know cuisine. Because mm-hmm. if you're if if you're in Annandale, that's the best food to get, and it's open super late. Mm-hmm.
2: When you wrote about something in Washington D.C. for yeah, this guy, what was your pick? This did not make the top five. I want to make it. Very I
3: wrote clear. about I wrote about a number of places, but one place that is intriguing only because it's right around the corner from here is a uh, bull, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, okay. the 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 street food place uh, around the corner here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's wonderful in the sense that. Okay, so, like, this this ties in well to what I was talking about with Korean pop. There's a thing that, like, Korean culture does where they take a thing that is, like, English, Anglicized. And they flip it in a way that, like, is congruent and adjacent to organic Korean culture. So there's, like, they do a thing that's, like, that's similar to um, poutine okay. over there. And it's, like, okay, so we have, like, a cheese. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, some kind of, like... You know, there's like a, uh, a there's starchy? a red, there's a red pepper spice, okay, and there's a a, a beef or chicken involved that's okay. like you know like that's that's seasoned in a very particular way, and it, it's wonderful because you have this mix of things you know. And again, Korean culture, you would agree with this. Korean culture is wonderful in the sense that they take a thing that you know very well and they flip it in in a way that's adjacent, so that you're like introduced to. Korean culture in a way that is familiar and comfortable. So that's why I always say, like, anything that's that's Korean related makes me happy, because it takes something that I know very very well and it takes me in a a completely different direction that's like close and similar but good.
2: Have you been to Korea?
3: No. Ruben? No. Any desire?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, my dad goes all the time for work. What does your dad do? He works for uh like an anti dumping company. Which Korea? (laughs) <laughs> the south, south Side.
2: Cool, cool. South I'm side. wearing I'm wearing I'm wearing a Chicago White Sox hat. I just want to point that out. South Side. Uh, d- you do you want to go to Korea? Oh, absolutely. Is that number one on your list of? Uh, yeah, it's
1: literally
3: number one of on my places to go. One How
2: much goes. are flights to Korea? Can we get this show sponsored I mean, by Korea, the country? The Korea, the country. South could, Korea, the country.
3: Yeah, we could. I mean, we could we could talk to the the embassy.
0: Yeah. Easy. Yeah, we actually could. That's not difficult.
2: So one of the things that I'd like to point out for both of these places is um, they're both technically Korean restaurants, but they're both very different Korean right. restaurants. I would right. say Rubens. I don't know if it's more traditional Korean, but when, when we think Extremely, of American, when yeah. we think of America neither of us have been to none of us have been to Korea. Let's hold off on what we know about Korea. Okay. But when we think of Korean restaurants in America, we're probably thinking more of what Ruben recommends yes. in yep. Annandale. Yep. Absolutely. And, and so this is more of like uh, you, you bring the meat to the grill, you take it off, and you eat way too much food, and all of your clothes smell like smoke for a week. Correct. Marcus's is definitely more hip. You're coming to stay at the line Hotel in Adams Morgan. Yes. Your clothes probably won't reek of no, things, right. and we're not going to have uh, a, a food at the – we're not going to grill the meats at the table. Not at all, but I think – So Marcus's like- is maybe more vegan and vegetarian friendly and definitely more place to impress, and i would say rubens is definitely more fun and satisfying i mean you can impress people
0: depending on who you take cool people cool i mean I've would taken... you have taken
2: that girl you or a boy you went on a date with that is no I'm, longer dating I you i would
0: i would take any girl that i'm with to Yechon.
2: do you think that's a good way to to like absolutely. weed out absolutely I, I completely agree with you absolutely. where where's another good spot to weed out people in terms of dating now i'm a married man like, so it. i go on a lot of dates and i have to figure out which which one do i want to sleep with am i no uh <laughs> I mean, in terms of bars, anything. Showtime. Why Showtime? Because
0: if if you like a a small room that smells like sweat and doubles of beer and whiskey, then let's let's
2: do it. I completely, I don't disagree. Mine is Ivy and Coney. So, yeah, same idea. Same idea, except there's a Chicago component. <laughs> Number two.
3: Right. Um. God, stay on a the Korean theme. It doesn't have to be Korean theme. But no, no, no. But it just a Showtime. Korean, no, Ivy and Coney, no, Showtime. Literally not. not, not, not theme. Literally not. But um, just stay on a the theme. Um, because I wrote about it. I would say Bonchon is like yeah. a great place to go. Okay, so
2: you also heard about Bonchon. Bonchon has multiple locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you specifically prefer one Bonchon to another?
3: God. Um, okay, the one in Arlington is fantastic. Yep. It's it's wonderful. Re-
2: Ruben, why did you just agree with him specifically the Arlington? That's the OG one. the right? OG one, right? That's okay. OG one, yeah. The
3: one near Navy Yard is more geared towards people who are just about to go to Nat's Park for a game. Okay. So, like, it, it, it's just the feel of it. Okay. So, like, great. Korean restaurants in my mind South Korean cuisine uh, you have a feeling of like being separated and away Mm -hmm. from anything that feels like North America but it's clean and and fun in a way that things that are North American are familiarly fun to you okay so you're like so it's like really
2: quick when you say clean do you mean literally like cleanliness is next to godliness yes like
3: Extraordinarily clean, where okay. you're just
2: like, "Wow, this is clean," okay. and you're like, like <laughs> "You're using but, the word to define the word." Okay, got it.
3: Yeah, like, so it's that it's the it's that whole feeling of like, "Okay, this is something that I should know," but it feels wholly different. And then you like leave the restaurant and then you go into the real world again, and you're like, "Wow, that was a fun and inter- entertaining little like jaunt we took."
2: Mm-hmm. What do you think it is that you can't get, quote unquote, real Korean food? in the district proper? what is it just the high rents? Is it the lack of community? Is it? It's clearly not sourcing of ingredients. If you can get them at Annandale, you can get them in Washington, D.C. It's got to just be the rent. Am I crazy on this? Not, not really. I think it's the community more so than anything. Okay.
3: Because, okay, so like, again, using the line hotel. Um, you have to have a room that's just open and invites people in in the sense that it's open. Like you go to the Korean restaurant mm-hmm. because it's an open space. They're like, like in a good Korean restaurant, like in At You walk in and there's six people reading newspapers and smoking at three o'clock in the morning, because they have nowhere else to go, mm-hmm. and the food just happens to be a thing that you get because it's there. You're like, oh yeah, let's 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 have a meal.
2: I like that we're recommending places then and we're describing them essentially as as homeless shelters.
3: <laughs> no, but these
2: are just men with nowhere else to go at three a.m. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. No, necessarily. not at all.
3: Not at all. But that's a—it's a—it's a mind trip for a place where people. Like okay, so I mean it's the same thing with like a WeWork or like a a code. No, it's or whatever. not.
2: No, it's not. No, you're, you go in. Stop. You're wrong. You're trying to get free rent from WeWork. i no, completely I'm not. Disagree. I'm not. You should be trying I'm to get free rent from WeWork. You should always try to get free rent from WeWork. But big you're big totally problem. you're a, you could not be more wrong. Where no, you go into a place. Nope. And you're wrong. When you go to WeWork, you don't leave smelling like smoke. When you go to WeWork, you probably don't leave satisfied. When you go to WeWork, <laughs> you don't do actual work. You'll probably get more work done at a career. Restaurant than at a WeWork. This you is, go to WeWork to Instagram. You go to a real Korean place to have a good meal. I try
3: to, you know, I try to think of things that are adjacent. I just try to think. I just you don't to think. have
2: to though. That one's wrong. You're just wrong on that one. Okay. I will co- No, you're wrong. You go to Korea if you want to do the office analogy. It's an old office park that only has one business left, and they should—I don't know who's buying styrofoam, but they are—they are existing. Okay, and are perfect. You perfect. Perfect. have
0: a point. Last time I went to Honey Pig, there was a dude doing his taxes at one of the tables <laughs> right. next to me, and this is like at seven PM, and it was like four months away from tax season.
2: There you go. Yeah.
3: So okay, so you may be right. The you last time I went right. to Honey
2: Pig, I reeked of smoke for a week, and I listened to like half the Korean, yeah. <laughs> the K-pop playlist That's that everywhere. you play. I love it. I, I loved it. it. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about assembling this feature Was finding out about all of the places I had no idea about Because uh, I don't live in Annandale uh, and, I, and I don't have a car <laughs> So going to these places is, is, a, is, is a literal trip Annandale is like a whole other
3: place Yeah and,
2: and it's great and I highly recommend it And if you have a car ever in Washington D.C. for staying at the Line Hotel in beautiful Adams Morgan In Washington D.C. Boom Consider driving out there just for the food Go to Spa World too See now here, oh, okay, man. really quick aside here. Never been to Spa World. I have friends that adore it. Yeah, they're two weeks ago. It's you, 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 that's good. So, Marcus, best. have you been? I've been. Okay, so three fourths of the people on Mike have been to Spa World. I'm mm-hmm. clearly the outlier. <laughs> what is so appealing about Spa World? I mean, it's kind of,
0: kind of hard to describe. It's just you're in there and. Time kind of just disappears. You've probably eaten before, so you're sweating just
2: meat at that point. Yeah. Hold on. Spa World is essentially a spa, and they have many amenities, hence the world after it. Correct. Why would you eat Korean a massive amount of Korean food before you go to a spa? better question? To me, is why you wouldn't? Because le- it sounds like you're going to have horrible diarrhea and make the place disgusting. That's it's, exactly why yeah, I said a, it out loud into a microphone. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's a level of luxury about <laughs> that's, not luxury. that's, not, that's exactly. not luxury. Marcus is right. There's a level of luxury associated with this that doesn't feel like anything that feels right. Yeah. So like when you like okay, so you're in the middle of nowhere. Like you're going to Annandale, Virginia,
2: which is largely like... We've recommended rid- multiple things yes, to do in Annabelle. Right. Like, it's the middle of nowhere. It's the middle
3: of nowhere. You have no other reason to go other than to like eat the food and like partake of the culture that exists there. As
2: opposed to where else? What do you do
3: in Philadelphia? You eat well, the food and partake in the culture. But the, the culture's you- so unique. And it's like... I-
1: have either of you eaten in the restaurant at Spa World?
2: No. No, so that's where I draw the line. All right, yeah, hold on. Let's let's go around the horn here. We'll start with Ruben. What have you done at Spa World? What are the services that you've obtained?
0: Do you ever you ever
2: you watch Futurama? Yeah, I've seen Futurama. Yeah, it's like being
0: yeah. He like bot like hedonistic bot, the okay. guy who's just getting fed grapes like that robot. Okay. That's basically what I do is I just like lap of luxury. I have them serve me. I'm usually uh, wearing like a Russian like spa hat that condenses all the heat in my head.
2: Is that a real thing, or are you making that up? No, it's serious. Oh, it's it's serious. Okay. Um,
0: okay. You basically are trying to get as close to a fever dream as possible, and that's where uh, that's where the luxury is.
2: Jack, what have you partaken in?
1: Uh, impatiently waiting for my girlfriend to. Uh, <laughs> so you've been there to get her fill of all of the steam. So rooms you've been
2: there, there to eat and wait.
1: Kind of. I I enjoy it, too, though. I mean, there's plenty to do there. Have you
2: paid... Because you have to pay a fee Mm -hmm. to go into the area, correct? Into the area. Well, yeah, right. You can't
1: eat in the restaurant without like being in the Okay, so it's kind of like Sam's Club. Sure, yeah. Yes.
3: Okay. A membership warehouse of luxury. Of luxury and spa, yeah. Yes.
2: (laughs) So, Jack, besides eating at Spa World, you've really not partaken... No, I I partake. What Um, does that mean?
1: I I sit in the steam rooms. They have like the salt room. That's cool. The Um, salt room, did you say? Salt, yeah. There's like you know one of these uh, saunas, or what, what? What do you call it? A sauna, I guess, a sauna. right? Yeah, with like Himalayan sea salt. Oh, walls okay, they okay. They all are supposed to have different, like, you know, one room is good for smokers to help your lungs or mm-hmm. whatever else they say on the cards in the front.
2: Okay, oh. so it's made up science, Marcus. What have you done? I've just, I've just
3: sat and steamed for for hours, mm-hmm. it feels like, and that's just one of the great joys because you can't really find that in the city, really. Like, you go to a gym and it's like, okay, but this is like a You've whole to other. Vita. Right, but there, but there's a whole other level to it because it's like. It seems like it's specifically set up for people who are not you. Like you feel like you're interloping. World? yeah, like you feel That's like true. you're interloping yeah. in somebody else's life. That's true. And they're, they're they're happy to have you. Also true. But it's like, this is not. You're not supposed to be here every day.
2: That sounds like the exact opposite of appealing. I well, would say well, a lot of, unappealing. of go there too. Okay, right. so do you feel a sense of community when you go to SpaWorld? I mean, when I've gone with like
0: my f- parents and their family friends, yeah. So you've gone with your family. Oh, this is like a Russian tradition. Like, it's, it's, a, thing. it's a, thing. a thing.
2: Listen, I don't, I don't like families. Ooh, the Russian. <laughs> see,
1: the Russian bathhouse in New York is
2: also dope. I don't know yeah. if you've ever been there. Yep, I, I have
1: not. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Okay.
2: Okay. Um. So the the nudity issue. We have to talk about the that's nudity fine. issue. So are you in the sauna nude?
0: I mean, you know.
2: sometimes yes or no. It's it, it's a binary question yes or no. I'm taking sometimes off the table. Yeah, I'll sit there nude. Okay. Marcus, are you nude in the sauna? Absolutely. You're yeah. nude. Jack? You have to be. In the, yeah. in the, in so the,
1: that's yeah. mandatory nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, there's like the, the, the men's sauna,
2: the women's, and then there's the um, co ed where right. Right. Hold on, nudity stop. is not allowed. There's a co ed sauna. Yes. Yeah. And nudity is not allowed in the co ed sauna. Yes. Right. Is that surprising to you? Yes. I'm surprised that they have a co ed sauna. Well, I oh, mean, okay.
3: why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because
2: I've never heard of that before. Therefore, I didn't think they existed. That's <laughs> it, why I don't exists. think that. That's why that's not crazy at but all. There's so
0: many people come to it. Like you have to
2: have a. So yeah, when you say so many people, how many people are in the sauna? Typically, when you visited Spa World in Annandale, Virginia, apparently a place that is in the middle of nowhere, according it's, to Marcus Dowling. Even it, though we've recommended ten different spots no, to go. But it, <sighs> So what you, like how many people are in the men's sauna? Have you guys only done the men's or have you done the co-ed? I
3: did the co-ed once and I did the, I've done the men's mainly. Were
2: there more women or men in the co-ed sauna?
3: There were definitely more men. It was like it was a weird like gender split. That's what like, I was yeah.
2: thinking. I, I try to stay in the male. Okay. Now how many are in there typically? How many times have you gone? Since when? Ever? <laughs> uh probably like 10 times.
0: Okay, so maybe yearly? Oh, for sure yearly. You have okay. to. You need a good schwitz.
2: God, okay.
3: You have, to, you have to, you have to, you have to, it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle choice that you have to
2: make if you're I'm in I'm not opposed area. to saunas. No, I, I'm saying,
3: no, it's a lifestyle, because it exists in the area, you have to
2: go. Yeah. No, you don't. Oh, you do. I've never been to a shooting range. Should I do that? I mean. No, it's not hard. Yeah. No, I can just go to the batting cages again and have fun. <laughs> have you guys been to the batting cages? Oh, absolutely. Oh, batting. batting cages? Miniature golf? No, not miniature golf. Just batting cages. That's the most fun you could have alone. That's not a. That's not. You could have fun alone at a spa world. Just sitting in by yourself. See, that's the thing. I think I would enjoy a vacant spa world. The idea of anyone it's around people me, messing you up here. There yeah. you go. Oh, See, so also here's here's a quick caveat. I don't like massages. I don't like anybody oh, touching no. me. Well, no one's going to touch you in spa world. But they offer massages. Is that correct?
3: They do. But and you. you but you
2: guys to. haven't done those. No, I have okay. not. No, I have. You not. have.
3: I, I have. I have not. Oh no, no I have not. I. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we've established
2: a few things here. K-pop, pretty great. Mm -hmm. Annandale's slightly better Korean food than most everywhere else in the area. Mm -hmm. But there's some fun stuff to do in Adam's Morgan, specifically bowl, which is like the new modern one. Three-fourths of the room loves Spa World. They are not paying us any money to say this. One-fourth of the room thinks that maybe the spa world should be turned into batting cages. Everyone would get better at hitting dingers and relieve stress in a more natural way instead of making up some bullshit about how this sauna is good for smokers. That's made up bullshit. That's Sh- in the, the co ed section. Just yeah, hit, no such claims in the men's sauna. Yeah. That's the advice. I love it. You're wearing a Griffy hat. You have to be on my side. We're going to take a very short break here and return with Best Weekend Best. <laughs>
1: Is that?
2: I'm the best That's I'm the best right? That is I'm the best I love that song so much That's such a good song It's a good video too Now Marcus I don't, You're not watching The video right now yeah. uh, Neither of us are Is there a reference To the Illuminati Because they got The giant pyramid in it And I'm like Please Fingers crossed Illuminati I it's, love it
3: it's, it's an illusion Only in a sense That they know That the Illuminati Is a cool thing That US rappers Think is cool
2: Uh, If you're interested in what I do, go to BrightestYoungThings.com. I am the managing editor of BrightestYoungThings.com. You know that if you ever visit my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So go to Facebook.com backslash everybody. That's for Brandon Weatherby. That's me. And if you look at my job description, it says uh, Brandon Weatherby, managing editor of BrightestYoungThings.com. And uh, Illuminati that works at Illuminati. So that's my full job description, everybody. Every week on Brightest Young Things, we publish our best weekend bets. Things to do in Washington, D.C. that don't suck, New York City that don't suck, and things to do in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs that don't suck. We also have a gay edition for Washington, D.C. They go live on BritishJunkThings.com every Thursday at noon. We recommend subscribing to the mailing list because you'll get them at 9 a.m. And quite often, whenever British Young Things has an event, we have a big one coming out that we're not about to announce, uh, we offer uh, special deals on those tickets if you are a member and subscriber to the mailing list, it does not cost anything, unlike Spa World, which will gouge you. Yeah. Their prices are outrageous. Yeah, You're to you you come go. back at me, Jack? Yeah. You <laughs> look like you were going to do something. You're like, it is too pricey. I would go there more often if your prices are more r- reasonable. I have no idea how much they cost. I have no desire to ever go there. I'm going to go hit some I dingers. I think you should. Because it would relieve stress. No, I mean... I think you should experience it. I'm good. Okay, so I like saunas and I like people. I don't know how to combine them. So uh, tonight, Thursday, J- uh, not Jack. Jack, I don't care what you want to do tonight. I actually know what you're going to do tonight, and it's actually my pick. Ruben. That's tomorrow night. No, there's two things. Ruben, Ooh. what's your pick tonight for so, Thursday so in Washington, D.C.? So
0: tonight, Lane 8, who's a deep house, deep, uh, like, uh, trance DJ is performing at 930 Club. Uh, which is kind of special because you'd expect him to be performing at U haul but um, he's going to be at 930 Club. It's just a chill, probably going to be a chill, like two hour set. You know, just a nice way to enter the weekend.
2: How, okay, when you go to see a chill DJ, what do
0: you do there? I, uh, I don't mean
2: that with malice. It's just like, no,
0: I mean, you sway. You can sway a cool. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, just vibe out. Yeah, vibe out. But what
2: does that mean?
0: Whatever you want it to mean, man.
3: Like whatever that means. Like you're like for me, it's, it's always like not hitting diggers. It's not hitting diggers, man. So for me, it's like you find like a cool spot and you just sit and chill. And you're like, take the you take in the world, yeah. like especially with trance because you take in the world. What's
2: really, going on? Here's the thing. Really like trance music. I'll occasionally listen to trance music. I used to go to a lot of drum and bass shows. I was I, gonna say, right? I get drum and bass shows. I used to go to to the Drums like 15 years ago. I <laughs> like that stuff. This is not that stuff. This is very calm. Ambient, calm. Which I love. I don't know how it translates live. It's not not like
0: above and beyond where there's like crescendos. This is just kind of like steady all the way through.
2: All right. It's a good pick. And it's not something I would have picked, which makes it even better. (laughs) Marcus, what's your pick for tonight? Okay. So I'll
3: tell people to go by Decades Nightclub where I'm headed after I leave here because I helped to concept the club. Of course there's a plug. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) What What do you expect? No, you should. You've been used to this at this point. Um... We have Rooftop, and it's uh, National Margarita Day, so it is National
2: Margarita Day. Uh, we have a margarita taste test on British Shunk Things. I think you participated in that I, one? I did. You did? Okay, yes. good. Uh, we did that in my backyard, and everyone went into a diabetic alcoholic shock afterwards. It was, it
3: was a horrible, horrible experience. It was It was. It was great. Don't, don't
2: lie. It was... That, that was one of the more illuminating margarita taste tests that we did. How, yeah. is,
3: how big is your backyard?
2: Uh, it's big enough. Yeah.
3: So, so yeah. So, uh, $6 margaritas uh, all night long. Uh Retro Theme Nightclub, four stories, twelve thousand square feet, twelve nineteen Connecticut Avenue Northwest, Washington, DC. Facebook.com
2: slash decades DC. I'm gonna plug uh Luce. I actually did a show at the Luce and I still mispronounce it. The Luce? Is it Luci Luce? Luce? Jack, you wanna chime in on this? I thought it was loose, so I'm wrong. See, here. great no, I think it is loose. <laughs> oh really? Luce, yeah, I think so it is though. loose. Loose Unplugged series returns tonight with Odetta Hartman. That's a free show. That's at, it's, this, I really like this one because there's an. I want to say there's an art talk at 6.30? At 5.30. At 5.30. There's an art talk at 5.30 and then the music begins at 6. Is that correct? That's right. And it's a free show, one of the most beautiful spaces to see live music in Washington, D.C. And one of the most interesting because the sound is both wonderful and horrible at the exact same <laughs> time. Aren't you part of this show? I am playing this show. There you go. I told you I was going to plug that goddamn Thanks. show. So here's the issue with this. If you have hard drums, it distorts everything because it's a giant beautiful ceiling but if you have anything else it creates these wonderful weird echoes so you will never hear another band or solo artist the same way that you will in this room it's a very fun fest it's not a bad thing whatsoever it's just it's not going to sound like how the band usually sounds. Well, well. it's exciting for us because, um, so it's Odetta Hartman, my girlfriend, and I, I do like the,
1: um, I don't know, I play computer, right? Let's say that. And I process No, no, no. Shit. Don't say let's <laughs> say that. You should know what you're doing. I mean, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing sound design. I'm playing sounds, electronic stuff. I'm manipulating her voice and instruments. It's it's like point, the exact same thing. The point being, I throw a shit ton of processing and echo on her voice generally, so I'm excited to see how that goes in
2: this space. Not to tell you how to live your life, but are you recording tonight's Show? Yeah. Good. It's so weird. It's fun. So it's um weird. here's where I would put a recorder if I were you. I'm not you. In addition to clearly like facing the band, I would go above and behind you because you could see Uh, the band perform from the balcony in addition to the floor. So what I did, and I saw a a great band there, and I went behind them, and it sounded mostly different than it did in front of them on the ground floor. So you'll get very different sounds. Please wander the room. That's something that you don't usually recommend when you go see a show. Wander the room. All right, moving on to Friday. uh, This, I was going to say the date. I have no idea what day it is. So Friday... (laughs) in february in washington dc Ruben, what is your pick all right so one of my favorite things to
0: do occasionally is go to songbird uh, for their album release happy hours um this friday they're going to be playing earth gang which is a, a duo out of atlanta they're signed to j cole's dreamville label and they're releasing their third album called royalty um it's like the third one in a in a series um these guys are pretty pretty awesome they're they're kind of like intellectual rappers sort of if that's a label that's a label out of atlanta um so yeah just go there vibe out have some nice drinks and uh stop
2: with the vibing out everybody uh, but, vibe uh, in hit vibes dingers are, vibes are so real yeah. right keep now the swing in, tight in. yeah
0: go to songboard hit some dingers and uh <laughs> listen listen, uh, listen to earth gang
2: marcus uh, your friday pick go see black panther you're not going to be able to do that because every yeah. movie i'm just theater saying will be like that's this,
3: it's a simple thing to do like if you if you can Go see Black Panther. Uh, everybody should see it. It's probably one of the best. Controversial films
2: ever. pick. Not everyone's a fan. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> see, it in, see it in 4D. Ooh, my, oh, yeah. my pick is uh, also at Songbird, a Full Service Radio. That's where we're recording this show. Uh, they have their Full Service Party, uh, aka Full Service Radio in real life. It's at Songbird. Uh, the guy that uh, screws up Odetta Hartman's vocals will be there. That's me. Uh, Eyes Cold is going to be there. Yeah, and who else is going to be there? Native Son. There you go. That's also free, and that starts late night, so, so it's the, eleven. early at Songbird, late at Songbird.
0: Just stay there, and in between, see Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's go right. to
1: Uptown and see Black
0: that's Panther. A yeah. uh, that's a good
3: life. Yeah, it's
0: a good life choice. Though. So, yeah.
2: there you go. Uh, these are night picks. I would just like to point out that there's a Prince tribute band playing the Fillmore, and there's a Queen tribute band playing the Warner Theater. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because the Prince tribute band is called uh, Gabriel Sanchez Presents the Prince Experience because I like to think that Gabriel Sanchez's ego is so vulnerable and weak. He's like, everyone must know that I am the man that portrays Prince. Like, they give a shit. Okay, (laughs) moving on. I don't know why I just buried Gabriel Sanchez like that, but fuck that guy, man. Okay, Saturday... Ruben, what's your pick? So Saturday, uh,
0: two choices. You can go see Method Man and Redman at Howard Theater, which if you're a hip-hop head, you should definitely do.
2: Quick question. Yeah. Is Method Man considered a comedy act when he's with Red Man? Uh, I think Red Man is considered a comedy act when he's with
0: Method Man.
3: Okay. I think Red Man's considered a comedy act at this point like most of the time. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, he saying. was the best guy on
0: the latest Wu-Tang album. Like, I mean, I don't, he really,
1: he kind of was. He, out of all of them. They put on a hell of a show still. I yeah. saw them last year in Denver. The duo. Yeah, the duo. Or, yeah, okay. the duo okay. meth, yeah. meth and they, meth.
2: Is it a comedy act, though? When no. no they're, they, they literally had sitcoms and comedic films. They they really could rap really well still. I'm not yes. disagreeing. Like, I'm not disagreeing. Really well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I like them. I'm just wondering how they are portrayed when it comes to a live experience. So not a comedy act. And I also shout out to Method
0: Man for uh, legitimizing Limp Bizkit's rapping career. Yes. Just saying. Yeah.
3: The uh, Urban Air Assault Remix (laughs) There it is There it
0: is
2: (laughs) Yeah Uh, We've gone over this quite a bit In my life But you might not know it I went on a cruise ship (laughs) Called Shiprocked A few years ago And Limp Biscuit Was the headlining band on that I've never interviewed A dumber millionaire Than Fred Durst That being said His heart is in the right place Go to BritishJunkThings.com For all of our Shiprocked coverage Wow That's real Jen Tisdale and I did this It was an experience Okay what's your other pick you said you have two. Oh yeah
0: Jordan Rakai at Union Stage he uh, lends a lot of vocals on Tom Misha's uh, projects he's gonna be here in May was doing vocals for Disclosure just a cool UK actually he's from New Zealand but he sounds like a UK artist so check him out do
2: you out. think you're more willing to listen to non-US music because you're not from the US uh, like, do you even care where people are from I don't even care, honestly. Well, the, the reason being is because, like you mentioned, Atlanta for the last one. You mentioned yeah. New Zealand for this one. Like you're not, you're you are mentioning the origin of the of the artist. So, does it matter to you?
0: I mean, quick quick backstory. When yeah. I came to when we came to America in '92 to Seattle, my dad just like, was introduced to CDs for the first time. Did you
2: come because of the grunge explosion?
0: We came because of the country explosion that was happening. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Same thing. Uh, But he bought, like, Buddy Holly. He bought, like, you know, Eddie James. He bought all these things. So I had to learn
3: where they were all from. So that's why I I, I
0: take into account, like, where people are from.
2: You have good knowledge about that. Marcus, what's your pick?
3: I'm going to tell people to stay at Songbird because (laughs) I'm doing an event there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to Alicia. Good people. I'm uh, doing a, uh, with uh, my friend Ashley and with uh, Justin Tinsley from uh, Undefeated, ESPN's uh, African American vertical, we're doing a diary of an R&B classic, it's a continuing series, uh, this is the first of many, regarding uh, Jodeci's 1993 released album, uh, Diary of a Mad Band, and uh, we're going to be doing a talk, we'll be listening to the album, and uh, I might dress up like Casey Haley. That could easily happen. So if you're a fan of Casey Haley and you're a fan of Jodeci and you're a fan of 90s R&B, definitely come through 1.30 to 3 o'clock and uh, drink some Hennessy while you're at it. So that'll be good.
2: Cool. I'm going to go with the DC Roller Girls, uh, kick off their season at the DC Armory. Roller Girls, not shows, not performance, events, sporting events, games.
3: They Play a game.
2: Eh, It's all rigged. It's all predetermined. (laughs) (laughs) That's at the DC Armory. Uh, if you're going to be in front of a computer and/or in the line hotel, we'll be doing a ten-hour. I'll be doing a ten-hour marathon show here. So moving on to Sunday, what is your pick?
0: I mean, if you're not going to go see Tyler the Creator, of Vince Staples at the Anthem, was are you sold sub- out?
2: It's, it's not so- sold out. It's not sold out. It was not sold out when I was doing best weekend bets. As of last night, it was not sold out. Yo, go buy tickets to that right now. I'm kind of surprised it's not sold out, right?
0: Yeah, it is pretty surprising.
2: Yeah, maybe it's because they don't do any press for it. They don't? No, Tyler, fuck those guys. Like, they send yeah. press releases and we're like, yeah, we want to interview Tyler. And he's like, no, they're not doing interviews. He's like, then why are you saying this press releases? Why Why would you reach out? Shout, to out, say to we- people, shout out to people who do PR
3: in 2018. Come yeah, on. seriously. With artists who don't like people and don't go outside, shout out their old sweatshirt. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, so. so
0: for, yo, he needs a new album. What's your, <laughs>
2: so that's your pick for Sunday? Yeah, that's my pick for Sunday. All right.
3: Okay, so uh, you go to the uh, Museum of the American Indian. They have a new exhibit called "Americans: Yeah. Uh, American Indian Images, Names, and Stories That Infuse American History and Contemporary Life." Uh, they're starting to get into kind of like being critical <laughs> in a way of American culture. And no, but like really, like it's it's a thing that the uh, the Amer- that the, Amer- the African American History Museum is kind of like introduced into the Smithsonian canon, and this is their kind of take on being aggressively, you know, interested in, you know, like images that may be troubling in regards to, you know, Native American people. in North I'm going to
2: also recommend some sounds that are troubling. I'm going to recommend Throwing Back Sunday, which is a uh, horrible uh, night of uh, Taking Back Sunday and uh, other bands that are horrible men's rights activists um, <laughs> in the screamo and emo genre. Uh, Full-service radio DJ Chris Kelly is DJing that. It's from 3 to 7. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Chris Kelly. Wow. As no, I'm going to bury him. Uh, this is a- <laughs> Things I didn't know about Chris Kelly. This is a men's rights rally disguised as a pre-emo show because uh, some dude uh, from taking John Nolan from Taking Back Sunday in Straylight Run is playing DC9 later that night. So from 3 to 7. Uh, Chris Kelly will be DJing, Throwing Back Sunday. Men's Rights Rally. I'm warning people to not go to this because I don't know if you guys know this. It's very clear to me because I'm woke. Uh, All Screamo is the origin of men's rights activists. What started with Google Dolls Iris. Uh, That's the first ever men's rights. Could you play a little bit of Iris for me? I won't. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. that's the first ever Men's Rights Anthem and then that translated into more angry because the, the, uh, the subject of that song did not respond to our lead center Johnny Resnick Uh, So then they became Taking Back Sunday, and Taking Back Sunday has just spread horribleness where men think it's okay to dress like how I'm currently dressed, and they say bad things about women, and they vote in ways that harm the entire world. That's what emo represents. How about you go see a therapist and hit some dingers? (laughs) Dingers! Ken Griffey Jr., 96, (laughs) rule. All right, that was a fun one. Did everyone have fun? Yes. Yeah, that last bit really... Shut up. Okay, go to BritishYoungThings. dot com uh, for our best weekend bets in every single city. My fingers are <laughs> exhausted from writing these faders the whole show. That's where you can. We're doing this for ten hours on Saturday, baby. Oh, Get used to it. Uh, Read Marcus's K Pop One One piece. I've been writing at BYT for ten years, uh, and the site probably looks a little bit better than it did ten years ago. Maybe, maybe is a good answer for that. Uh, Reed Rubens contributions at BritishYoungThings. dot com. Uh, Jack, go see him tonight at the American. At the Luce which is Luce the, Center. The, the American art history?
1: Yeah, American. Yeah. It's, the,
2: it's the same building with the portrait gallery. It's on the third floor. Yep. It's difficult to find. Good luck finding it. That's an early tonight that's free. And then go see him DJ on Friday night. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night.
1: Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts. Covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Full Service RDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.